Hey there! Welcome back, Science Fiction fans. Uh, we got a good episode for you tonight. I'm Salim Sitterwala, and I'm joined, as always, by my friend and co-host, Carl Ames. Carl, how's your day? How's your evening? How's life? Everything's good. Everything's iry. I'm happy, uh, happy to be here again and uh, ready to talk more movies, more comics, and, and all that stuff. Yes, we're going to get our nerd on in a little bit here, but uh, it's funny. You and I were talking before we started uh we're, we're we have our spider adjacent shirts on i got my venom and you had your uh miles morales so we're we're uh we're matching of sorts today yeah it's very appropriate like i told him i didn't even do it on purpose so i just pulled the shirt out and it just i happened to have a lot of stuff like this <laughs> yeah i got my i went to uh target like you know they they have a lot of nice uh graphic t-shirts uh, they have a bunch. Of, I, I I got like an X Men one. I got a um a Marvel one that has like the periodic tables of Marvel, and it's like hmm. it's like it's like the periodic tables, but it's Marvel characters. Oh okay. Um, and then I got I got a Batman one, and then I got this one. So it was there were some nice uh, nice selections. I was just like yeah whatever I'll. I'll spend money that I don't need to spend right now, but I'll spend it anyways. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's like that sometimes. I think I got this shirt at um, C2E2 a couple of years ago. Oh, okay, um, nice. I, I do a lot of wardrobe shopping at C2E2. It's just kind of like, okay, uh, let's go to Artist Alley and get some new posters, and then let's go to wherever they have clothes and buy a bunch of new T-shirts and hoodies and stuff. Right, right, right. So... But yeah, they have they have a good uh, few selections there. Um, and as we're talking about our spider adjacent shirts, uh, Spider Man, they did release a brand new poster of Spider the Spider Man No Way Home, and I thought we could talk about it because I feel like there's some stuff in this uh, poster that um, gives away you know what's going to be happening in the movie potentially. Um, although, if you want to throw up the poster on the side as we're talking, so we can kind of look at it. Um, so, you know, looking at again at the poster, we see the little things in here. Like first, first off, we obviously see the major one is the Doctor Octopus's tentacles. In the background, you see Green Goblin, and uh, on his glider, and. My guess is the lightning is electro, mm -hmm. and the the little dust back there I think is potentially Sandman. Right, right, yeah. And this what? is like the first like we we've had the trailer already, and we we've seen Doc Ock. We know that this is the Doc Ock from the Sam Raimi movies, the Tobey Maguire movies. It is the exact same one, but this is the first confirmation that this is also the same Green Goblin from those Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi movies, because he's got the same glider, uh, the same costume, relatively the same. Um, so that's for sure what we're going to see in this movie. How much? We don't know. Uh, but then the Sa the Sandman's also from the Sam Raimi movies, if you remember right. Spider-Man 3. But Electro's from the Amazing Spider-Man movies with um, Andrew Garfield, which is a whole other franchise uh, set in a whole other universe. So we already know that the, the multiverse stuff is happening with not just uh, Spider-Man, but also 
without you know throughout the re the rest of the MCU. This is kind of a theme of Phase Four, and uh, we don't know to what extent yet um, how that's going to affect things, in particular uh, Spider-Man here. Um, and then after we've also seen the Venom movie, um, its post-credit sequence. So I, I don't think Venom's going to show up in this movie, at least not in the main part of the movie. But in the very least, we know things are moving and shaking in the multiverse of Marvel. And uh, something's happening to cause all of this to occur. Definitely, definitely. I, I do have, to, I have two questions for you. I wanted to get your thoughts on some stuff. Mm -hmm. So first thought is like, what do you think this face is? Does this look like a face to you down here in the bottom right corner? No, it does not. <laughs> it no. does not. It I've does looked not? so much. No, it does not. I've looked so much down there because I'm like, is it? Is is there more? Uh, is is there anything else? Because like, you don't need to zoom and enhance too much to see all the things in here. Um, maybe the sand. You thought it was clouds, or you just, just you thought it might have been smoke uh, to an untrained eye, but it you know for the most part it's sand, and then the lightning maybe it's just lightning in the sky. It's not necessarily electro, but you know especially since it's a different color too, because Electro's lightning in uh, the Amazing Spider-Man Two is blue, right. and his lightning here is changed color. So things have changed, but we are. You know, full confirm. We know Jamie Fox is back to play Electro. Mm -hmm. They already spilled the beans on that, so that's Electro. But I don't see anything else. Um, I've heard the rumors though that they're supposed to be Lizard, who was in the right. Amazing Spider-Man, the, the first one with Andrew Garfield. Um, the rumors are that he is in this movie, and then I believe in the trailer, there's like a like one frame of possible Lizard confirmation in there, but. Uh, still nothing uh, set, like nothing definitive. Uh, but as far as this poster goes, I think we only really see a tease of four villains, and that's uh, Doc Ock, Sandman, Green Goblin, and Electro. Excellent. So second question I had for you is, it's yeah. kind of interesting because, not interesting, it, it's reason I ask it because they, they kind of talk about it. Uh, they leak some stuff saying that, or there's a quote by Tom Holland, I believe, that's saying that the the, the characters are going to be suffering in a sense. Like the, like the characters that you love are going to be going through a lot of things and that make you feel emotion on the different struggles that they go through. And in the beginning, there was a lot of complaints about the way MCU was portraying Spider-Man because Spider-Man in the comics is he, he he struggles right yeah he's a he's a character that goes through a lot of struggles a lot of um everyday things like his 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 gift is a curse in a sense to him because yeah mm -hmm. while he has these amazing powers he struggles to pay bills because he's all out night web slinging obviously he in the comics they show him having that taking pictures of Spider-Man. He takes them and sells them to Daily Bugle, but that that doesn't pay him a lot. Um, he struggles with his grades in school again because he's web-slinging everywhere. Even though he's a really smart kid, he's a genius of sorts, but he still doesn't have a lot of time to study. Obviously, other things as far as his relationships are concerned is always like strained. 
he's lost people in his family in his in his um story obviously uncle ben being the biggest one and then he's lost like in the comics he loses gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. uh his his first love if you will um so yeah he, he goes through a lot of torment essentially in the comics and that's what really builds not only him as spider-man but had him as peter parker as well and then here everyone was like you know we, he's a rich he's he's kind of being not a rich kid but he's kind of has like all these you know with the iron uh spider-man and all these suits and things and kind of being portrayed as like a, a lot happier a lot like carefree than he is in the comic so i, I wanted to get your thoughts on that like how did you see at him being portrayed in here and like did you have an issue with it or were you like ah, i don't know if i like it what are your thoughts on it Jeff? i think it's a fair criticism in the very least um certainly we've seen this isn't like a rare case where the mcu is different than the comic books because they it, pretty much the mcu is inspired by the comic books but not a one-for-one adaptation so things are are different in, in general um but i don't mind it too much because all all that really matters when they're adapting characters and stuff uh at least my perspective is that um you have the spirit of it is there the spirit of the character the spirit of the storyline the um the spirit of the intention of of uh, the what that story is supposed to do and and what it it introduces um i think a good i uh, a good example of that is uh let's see camera oh, went yeah. out oh no one second sorry that's <laughs> all right let's go that happens. we have technical difficulties that's all right it happens hmm. i don't know what's um, going on let me uh Let's see what's here. Didn't touch anything. I think, I, I mean, as you're figuring that out, okay. oh, there yeah. you're back. Never mind. <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, I agree with you in the sense that, uh, you know, they have the spirit of the character. And I think they were, they were heading towards that, I feel like, because they kind of show the adversity of, of, and the end of, Far from home, where he gets obviously re- revealed as being Peter Parker. He was about to. They're setting it up where he's going. He's going to go through a lot of tough stuff, and I think they're sprinkled in throughout the throughout the the movies to a little bit where they show him um, not having a lot of money. He says he has like in the, in the movie he even says like you know all he when he's uh, building his. A computer and stuff like that. He's like going through like the garbage uh, uh, dump area to find yeah. scrap scrap things. Like kids that are you know don't have money, don't have a lot of things, don't or like things kids that do have those things that aren't going to the garbage uh, dump, the waste uh, area to find little scraps and stuff to build their uh, whatever things that they want to build. Right, so. I think I think they show bits of it overall, but at times I can understand, like especially with him kind of being taken under to- uh, Tony Stark, being kind of like his ward in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like they had, like they show him being like Robin to Tony Stark's Batman of sorts uh, in, in ways. But yeah, I, I think they're heading towards that. I think that's what they're going to show here, and they kind of alluded to that some of the things that they were saying. 
But yeah, I'm think, excited. I think uh, I'm sorry. I think the um, one of the reasons why we didn't see is that because one of the reasons why we've been complaining about getting a, another Spider-Man, the third one, is that we already know the story. We, like most people, if you've been watching Marvel movies in the last 20 years, you already know Spider-Man's origin. Uh, right. We've told it to you twice, just like watching a Batman movie. You already know what what happened to him when right. he was a kid. So we don't need that again. Uh, and that's why they skipped it. Yeah, that's why they skipped the whole Uncle, Uncle Ben entirely. Uh, for this MCU thing, because you already know what happened. They just said, you know, spent two seconds on it. You already know what happens. You can use your imagination. And they skipped over all of that stuff. But um, at the same time, just like in the comics, when things got, let's just say, out of hand with some of the what was going on with Spider-Man uh, and things got a little too... Um, you know, they just wanted to hit the reset button, basically, and that's what they did with one more day, and that's what kind of is happening in No Way Home is a whole hit the reset button and start from scratch and get things back to basics, and that could possibly how be how No Way Home is is uh, we're gonna go back to basics where he doesn't have this uh, super advanced technological suit and he'll be just wearing regular duds. Cause I mean, again, like we've seen him in civil war, his first suit has a computer in it. Like already, I mean, his, his original first suit was the homemade suit, but when he was Spider-Man and we first see him in the, uh, the actual movie, Tony Stark gave him the suit. He had, we haven't seen him in a regular stitched up suit. And it's just regular Spider-Man at all in the MCU. So perhaps after all of this, no more t Tony Stark stuff. I would actually be pretty excited for that. And he yeah. just has a regular old stitched up, still looks the same as the Spider-Man suit. Just is just something he made and it looks good. Maybe Aunt May makes it, maybe MJ or whatever, but just not a whole AI. What, what's the AI's name? Do you remember? Um, in, um, in his suit, uh, a, I forget. It's a late. It's a lady. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I forget. I, I can't remember the, the, what she. They call her. Was it like Catherine? I, I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. That's but right. yeah. But like, I just, mean, that's like, right. Taking, yeah, taking <laughs> taking that away uh, would be a pretty good step, I think, because again, he's he's too he's too powerful. I think. Yeah, like he yeah, he shouldn't have all that little things that he um um and he and in the comics too when after he has like the iron spider he gives it up because he right. is because he strays too to the uh neighborhood Spider Man the friendly neighborhood Spider Man fighting for like the little guy and things like that obviously granted he does get involved into bigger things as well but he stays true to his roots and who he is so. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm excited about the movie. I mean, I know this is like a, this is going to be a major part. I think he is going to be a major part of what Marvel wants to do or MCU wants to do for Phase Four. That's why it probably be him, uh, Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. um, and eventually when they try to bring in the Fantastic Four at some point. But I think you know these two are going to be the big ones to usher in the the new MCU because obviously with Cap and uh Tony being gone, 
you you kind of have to have two other ones that lead in a way. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting what they do. But sticking to the Spider Verse, if you will, we have uh, a newer trailer for Morbius, who again is a Spider Man villain, uh, later turned into an antihero. But uh, there there was a trailer out for that Morbius Living Vampire. We'll we'll play the trailer really quick for people that might not have seen it yet. Do you need a doctor? I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease. I'm here to find a cure. We have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're gonna run, do it now. People are strange. Dr. Michael Morbius, you've been missing for two months. When you're a stranger, then you were found on a container ship that washed up off a of Long Island. Faces look ugly when you're alone. What did you do to yourself, Doctor? I wish I knew. I went from dying to being more alive than ever. It worked. Not exactly. I have increased strength and speed and some form of bat radar. What else can I do? There's something inside of him. He wants to hunt. And consume blood. Michael. When you're strange, And you control it. I don't know. Half the city wants to kill you. We haven't had anything this good since that thing in San Francisco. The other half wants to control you. Hey, uh, Dr. Mike. You and I should stay in touch. I'd do anything to save a life. But I don't know what I'm capable of. You save lives, you don't take them. Are you here to heal the world? Or to destroy it? So yeah, that's that's the trailer for Morbius. Um, the second trailer, I should say, they had a first one. This one was released more recently. I think only a couple of weeks ago, right? Not too long. Um, a week and a half, I think. A week and a half, yeah. Um, before we get into uh, the 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 top conversation about the the movie itself and and everything. What did, what did you think about the trailer? Um, it was okay. Uh, it made the movie look better than I think it's going to be. Uh, you know, 
because I don't think it's going to be, or in the very least, like with Sony, I should say, I feel like they're reaching really hard to try to make their own universe because they have all of these Spider-Man. They have a lot of characters because they own the yeah. movie rights to all Spider-Man adjacent characters. So there's a lot to pick from, but not necessarily all of them are movie worthy. And I didn't never felt that Morbius was that way. Um, but watching the trailer, I was like, okay, well, there's a, they're doing enough with the character enough to legitimize at least one movie, whether or not you can pull out a trilogy out of this. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel. But I think it looks decent in the very least. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm intrigued by it just because. So I know you and I had a little differing opinions on the on Venom too. I thought I I liked it a little bit more than you did. Um, so because of that, I thought since they did better with Venom too, I'm intrigued by what they'll do with Morbius. Uh, especially because it's a similar type of character and uh, not a character, I should say similar type of uh, dynamic with he and Spider-Man, right? Now, Spider-Man, Venom is a Spider-Man villain who later becomes an anti-hero. Morbius as well is a Spider-Man villain who later becomes an anti-hero. And obviously, he has his own set of uh, comic strips that they do for a little bit. Um, and we'll get into more later on that. But... Uh, First, we'll show you which comic that he appeared in uh, alongside Sp against Spider-Man. It was uh, issue number 110 of The Amazing Spider-Man. 101, sorry. 101 of The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, and you see a monster called Morbius. And, um, you know, he's right there. He's fighting. And you see Spider-Man with those arms. The reason he has those is he was kind of going through some issues with his own mutation uh in that time frame um and it's you you find out again a, a various different things about that angle as well but it's i think what we want to kind of do is kind of go through these characters with uh, the audience to kind of give a background on who morbius is who these other characters in the uh the the movie are so they have a little bit of understanding going into uh, when this, whenever this movie comes out. So first off, let, let's talk about Michael Morbius, um, who he is as far as, a, a, as a character. Um, again, he's called the living vampire. Uh, he, he, he kind of grew up with his background is like, he grew up and lived with a rare, uh, debilitating like blood conditions. And he, since he was a very young kid, uh, he was very, um, sheltered by his mom. Uh, he only had like one friend that he was like really good friends with, uh, like them raised in isolation in Greece because of his blood condition. So he's already had like kind of a weird look because of his blood condition. He looked a little strange from other people compared to like disfigured in a sense. Um, and again, he had that one true friend whose name was Emil. Both he and his friend were very intelligent. They grew up and became very acclaimed scientists that and biochemists. They researched to create like a cure for Morbius, this condition that eventually gave them like a, earned them a Nobel Prize. Um, and then eventually, how he becomes um, Morbius, 
uh, like becomes the the living vampire. There's like a, a they they're doing like the like like I said they're trying to cure him his condition, and it kind of there's like an electricity combined with vampire bat DNA that the resulting experiment ends up giving him the these powers of a vampire. But he's kind he's not he doesn't have the exact same nature of a vampire. Uh, he has like obviously the strength, the um, the, the the like the lust for blood, but he 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 doesn't he can't be killed like a regular vampire like stake through the heart. He's not um, he doesn't have like the the same sensitivity to light. Like he is sensitive to the daylight, but it's not like he can't go in the daylight. It just kind of weakens him his powers and stuff like that. So kind of give you an idea who Morbius is. Um, any any thoughts that you have on or wanted to share on 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 his character? Yeah, like actually, uh, two things. First, um, if you look at Michael Morbius before he was like comic book version, before he became Morbius, the living vampire, he already looked like a vampire just in general, just right. the way his face and all of that stuff uh, looked, and then he just became a vampire and, and looks like looks like this he looks more like a vampire or, or just looks like that and i think that jared leto was actually a really good call for this because i guess he already looks like a vampire without any <laughs> makeup so um when i see when i see um jared leto in the movie you know between his his uh his beard and you know the hair slicked back and all that stuff i'm like yeah, that looks pretty good for Michael Morbius. And then when he's transformed, like, yeah, that looks really good. So I actually really like the way the visuals look, at least so far in this early, you know, trailer footage for Morbius. And uh, yeah, uh, going back also just to the character, um, just in case if you're not the type of person that likes to read things or you don't have time, uh, uh, we were talking about it before. You could check out, if, especially if you have Disney Plus, the Spider-Man animated series of the '90s has a very, it's like a couple episodes with Morbius that feature right. basically the story that is in that comic book, that Amazing Spider-Man, and all of the stories around it. It still has it in its own, uh, you know, universe of the animated series because I believe there's like uh, the x-men are around that they make a little cameo appearance around that time also blade makes a cameo appearance around that time um and he might be involved in 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 that uh we'll circle back to that later on but um yeah if you want to check out the uh, spider-man animated series uh that is a good way to introduce yourself to morbius without having to read anything it would you know you can watch a couple episodes here and there the only main difference that you have to keep in mind is that it is an animated show for kids and they couldn't just have vampires biting necks and and, and sucking on blood uh be too violent for three o'clock in the afternoon for kids okay, so right. they had to change that where uh one instead of blood that sustains them and they feed on it was plasma um so he had plasma that he needed to absorb from other people instead of blood and he did it through his hands he had like little holes in his hands so instead of biting people he would just put their hands his hands like on their neck or something yeah and he was it was kind of like le like a leech if a leech would like suck blood out of something like that it was like or like an octopus might have like you know 
sucking or whatever tentacles or not tentacles, but like whatever suctions they may have in a yeah. sense. Uh, that was right. similar to what they had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he, he would just do that, and, it was, and that's the only thing. And of course, and uh, him, and then the difference between, and then this is applies to the anime series and comic book, and most likely this movie is that um, they call him the living vampire because specifically. One, there are vampires within right. Marvel that they are vampires. They will, in uh, just in the comic books and probably the movie, they have fangs. They again uh, bite people's and eat, eat blood, you know, suck blood to to live, and so on. Uh, you can think of it as uh, if you watch the Disney Plus um, What If. They had the episode with the Marvel zombies. And even though there wasn't like a whole lot of explanation, you could use your own conventional wisdom about zombies and apply that to the Marvel zombies. And it works. You know, they're undead. I'm not going to go through all of Marvel zombies, but you didn't need that explanation of how zombies worked when they introduced them in that show. And you can think about vampires in the same way uh, within Marvel. They work exactly the way that you think they do within Marvel, like he said, uh, can't have exposure to sunlight, wouldn't stick to the heart, holy cross, holy water, all of that stuff right. actually applies to Mar zombies within Marvel, but there's like a few other little caveats here and there. But for the most part, that's how vampires are within Marvel. Morbius is a living vampire because he got that way through science. You can only be a vampire through either a bite from another vampire that turns you into a vampire or a bite from a vampire bat. That's the only way to get it to become a vampire within, at least within Marvel. And right. Morbius was uh, turned into a living vampire because it was through science. And then he doesn't have all of those weaknesses that uh, a regular vampire does. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's why, like I said, you know, he the like the holy water you mentioned, the garlic, silver any religious scripture whatever does not work on morbius as far as you know he he doesn't it doesn't like repel him or anything like that um because he's not uh he's not a he's not a regular vampire a normal vampire like natural because like you said because of science mm -hmm. um gets in but there oh, oh, yeah, one, one thing that i i um had looked up and i i didn't know this ahead of time um but when i looked this up Apparently, when you are um, you become a vampire within at least within Marvel, um, you do get enhanced strength, but that enhanced right. strength is based off of how strong you were before. So, if you were a little weakling and you couldn't barely pick up a 20 pound weight, you would get an enhancement of strength of like times 10 or times 20. So, th that would still be easy. Uh, but if you were like a bodybuilder beforehand and then became a vampire, you're like easily lifting cars. Um, right. so yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. That is actually a, a direct correlation on how strong the vampire is, is based on how strong the human was before they change. Right. But also the strength on like, if he drinks blood, that also gives him like, right. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, they, they need that to live. Yep. Right, right, so but that also give, can give him strength too. Like, kind of, if he's not drinking blood, that makes him weak, and exactly. if he is, him strength. Um, and then later in the in the, in the comics, he does obviously become like that anti-hero of sorts, where 
he tries to defend the innocents and the uh, the and he does he does resort to killing but he kills like the bad guys if you will um he mm-hmm. does sometimes kill good people too just because his his hunger his bloodlust gets just too strong and that he can't control it and he ends up hurting uh good people as well uh but going going more into this movie um again we wanted to talk about the cast um we'll pull up the ca- uh the the cast really quick here that we have who are going to be in the movie. Uh, we're going to talk about a few of them. And one thing I do want to mention really quick, you know, they show Michael Keaton there, uh, who play, who's Adrian uh, Toomes, uh, who obviously in MCU played the Vulture. So he's going to be in here. There's a, so they're connecting that right away. They're connecting the MCU to this movie, so this this movie is does fall into the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, that I'm not sure about, and that's that's actually where I I have issue with because uh, well, I wanted to mention that. Well, uh, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's any doubt about it because well I, th- I think like throughout this trailer for sure they're trying to make sure that you understand that this movie is in the same universe as the Venom movie. Because he said, "I am Venom," and same the the incident in San Francisco. They're referencing stuff from the Venom movie specifically in the Venom universe. Sure. But then they have Michael Keaton Vulture showing up in there, and he's in the MCU, it's a separate universe from Venom. Then they have the poster w- with the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man on it as he walks past which is another universe and then they have the daily bugle logo on the building which is the andrew garfield spider-man which is another universe all in the same trailer and i think that's kind of well for someone like me it's confusing in the very least like how is this all within one universe but referencing three different ones Four different ones, really. They've got Spider-Man, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, Venom, and the MDU. So that's like all in one trailer. How could how could that even be possible? So I think maybe it it's it was an afterthought with the whole Venom uh, post credit scene that maybe they didn't think about it because they had already filmed the Morbius movie in its entirety and maybe they got to clean it up later, uh, something like that. But I think as is right now, until I see the movie, but as is right now, uh, things are looking a little confusing to me. Well, I think also you have to remember, remember so uh, No Way Home comes out well before this movie, right? right? So they may have a situation where they're going to combine universes uh, at some, and maybe they do that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that sets it up where movies going forward are going to be all in the same universe, in a sense. Maybe we'll see. I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I guess we'll see what they do. I'm, I'm guessing that that Michael Keaton, Adrian Toomes, because they, they don't really say his name. They just show him in there, right? They, they don't show him, obviously. In, they don't have him listed as a character, like the character name. They just have his name that he's in the movie, and then he has lines in the movie, but they don't they don't say his name, like what they, they call don't. Him. 
They do have so, him in this prison outfit that right, is the same outfit. one when exactly. he was in uh, exactly. Homecoming. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I remember too, uh, and I, I guess I'm contradicting myself a little bit here too now because I remember when remember when I said remember in um, Disney Plus when they had Evan Peters as you know coming in as um, as Quicksilver, but then he wasn't Quicksilver; he was some other character that look like Evan Peters. So we'll see, I guess. You're right. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. But I, I'm i assuming that it is probably Michael Keaton, Adrian Toomes, and um, obviously maybe MCU when they do No Way Home, Far From Home, I should say, that it'll kind of just combine the universes in, in a way. But going, again, going down the characters of the show, of the movie, that, that I think the two, there's three important ones as far as Morbius is concerned, um, the 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 main one I think the antagonist is going to be. We'll see if he's the main antagonist. I'm assuming he is because knowing by the comic book, uh, Matt Smith, uh, who who the, the actor Matt Smith plays a Lucius Lucius Crown, who's also known as the Hunger. He's also like a a living vampire, uh, just the way Morbius is. Um, although if you have that picture, you can put it up. Uh, so yeah, that that's Matt Smith as Lucius Crown. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I can't remember. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I think it's <laughs> or Lucius. Is, I'm fine with it either way. <laughs> because um, so Lucius Crown, uh, aka the hunger again. Uh, in the comics, so Lucius Crown in the comics is a Hydra agent. Um, he was eventually like he tries to do experiments, experiment on Morbius. He gets abducted. He abducts Morbius to try to do an experiment on him. Um, he then later gets transformed by Morbius into a living vampire like himself. So again, he has the same condition as um, after the fact as as Morbius. Like he is has the strengths. Of a vampire, the supernatural abilities, uh, limit uh, all that stuff. But again, he can't be killed like a regular vampire uh, would be. And again, because of the vampire-like condition, the hunger forces him to ingest fresh blood on a regular basis to sustain his life and uh, like vitality. So again, that they, that his villain name becomes the Hunger. Um, so yeah, it's it's he's a, he's gonna be. I'm assuming the main antagonist. I don't know if they'll show him becoming the hunger in the movie. How they're gonna portray him as the antagonist? Maybe later in the movie they make have him becoming the hunger, like the way if you remember in Venom Two, where they do us, um, they do like a teaser of uh, Carnage's son being born. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if, with the with the the police officer, uh, the yeah. sergeant, I should say. So maybe they'll tease it. I don't know. Uh, what are, What are your thoughts on 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 Lucius Crown, uh, Matt Smith playing Lucius Crown, and like what I'm, do you think I'm about the? Character? Really curious to see what he is going to look like when he's transformed, assuming that he actually becomes hunger in the actual movie, because uh, we haven't seen any of that. Um, there's nothing in the trailer that suggests that he will be, but we know that he's there. Um, but we don't also, if that, if he doesn't, we don't really know what, who the villain is 
uh, or what what's like what uh, Morbius is going to be fighting. Is he just going to be fighting generic thugs on the street, uh, other vampires, regular vampires? Um, and even to that extent, like um, how many regular vampires are we going to see in this movie, if any? And uh, maybe you know this uh, answer because I I, I should have looked this up before I didn't um, check. But what happens when Morbius fights bites someone? Do you know? Because a regular vampire, they turn into uh, a vampire if they're biting someone. But what happens with Morbius when he bites? Do you know? Oh, uh, you know I. So it's funny and in. In the comic, to my knowledge, he doesn't turn them into a vampire. Um, I can't double check. I, you know, it's funny. I kind of get confused between the um, the comic sometimes and the and the '90s cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me double check here. But yeah, like because it, it, even this again, he's a living the the Loxus or Locious Crown character Hunger is also a living vampire. So he would presumably, if he's biting people, that and maybe they change. I don't know, but it, the same thing would happen if Morbius did that. And Morbius's whole thing is that he feels bad about biting folks and and presumably killing them or turning them. Um, into vampires he doesn't want to do that um so he he still needs to have blood to eat to to feed to live but he's very reluctant on biting anyone so uh i would think if hunger is the villain he probably is pretty enthusiastic about it um or in in the very least he wouldn't care Uh, oh you know oh you know what he does so he he can turn them into like the persuader vampires and like I said, he turns okay. he turns the hunger or Matt um, Locius crown into a persuadable vampire, so he can turn them into like things like him. Uh, but I think that has to be like where he really like, you know. Normally, I believe he like kills people because his hunger is so strong that he'll keep he'll just suck them dry. I think, but. Um, but yeah, the, if he if he does, he can turn people into like the um, va- persuader vampires like himself. But there's a cure for for that though. Like there's no there, there there's like a cure from you if you take his blood and there's like a serum that can be made for Morbius blood to cure people that get turned into persuader vampires. Um, but that same serum can't work on Morbius. That that that's something I do remember from the comic. So that that's basically there's there's ways that he can he turns people into the persuader vampires, uh, but then they can be cured. Um, that's something that um, that 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 they do show. Okay. Right, right. So, but the next the next character, uh, uh, I think that it's gonna be. Uh, his love interest, I would imagine that he, because he is in the comics that he is, she is his fiance. Uh, so a- Adria Arjona, uh, who plays Martine Bancroft. So again, in, in the comics, she's his girlfriend and secretary uh, of Doctor Morbius. Uh, she she accompanies him to this to the ceremony when he receives the award for the Nobel Prize. 
Um, and Martine also becomes a true vampire. Like she becomes a real vampire. Um, mm-hmm. And to, because she wants to, uh, you know, be spend eternity, eternity with Morbius, but she becomes a, not a persuadable vampire, but a real vampire uh, to do that because she loves him so much. She wants to, uh, she wants to become that. But we'll see what they do. Obviously, in the movie, as far as their relationship is concerned, if if it'll be the same kind of relationship, and then obviously we'll see uh, if they hint on her eventually becoming a vampire or not. Um, yeah, I would think so, probably, um, at, at some point, it, maybe not in this movie, but yeah, um, I really like the way the vampire looks in, in, uh, this picture. I think it's like a really cool design. Um, but yeah, I, I would think so. I, I just like the love interest in Venom, Venom. I kind of feel like, um, there's a lot of too many similarities between, uh, the Morbius movie and the Venom movie. Uh, they're almost formulaic in in a, in a way that you're just going through the same type of because they're both anti-heroes. They got the love interest. They got the cop. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But they got the cop or the law enforcement character uh, involved in, in in some kind of role, like a supporting role or whatever. And it's all just feeling like that. So like with Venom, uh, the love interest character was also the she became the like the female venom or she carried venom and whatever but she did have the symbiote and i think at some point yeah we'll see the the female uh character here become a vampire yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see how they go about that um obviously in like you said in venom they have the love interest there so it'll be interesting to see how they go proceed with this in this movie um and then finally i think the the one character uh, the last character i think that's going to be a pretty important one is uh simon stroud who's played by tyrese gibson uh, obviously they they changed the uh, character a, little, a lot compared to what the comic book is so in the comics he's a cia agent uh, who eventually becomes friends with Black Widow, so there's connections there. Uh, and he eventually lo- leaves the CIA to join the NY- NYPD. But it looks like in this movie, um, he's an FBI agent who's hunting Michael Morbius. Yeah, I uh, really don't have much to add. I mean, he, like I said, he's like the cop character that's just the like, same as um, like the Venom movie. But I mean, he's going to be the support that Michael Morbius needs. Uh, probably a motivating force for him to stay being good and not killing people. Maybe his even his hookup to get blood because, again, Morbius needs the blood. So he can't be constantly killing innocent folks. So he's going to need some exposure to, vin- or to criminals. Um, so... Maybe this will be his way. He's like, yeah, that's a bad guy there. There's uh, a, a terrorist cell over there. There's a drug dealing, uh, you know, drug dealer over there, et cetera, et cetera. Those are bad guys. Uh, it's just something that will uh, allow for him to be able to feed without feeling all the guilt of hurting someone innocent. Yeah, it'll be like I said, you know, I. I I know as we'll, as we'll wrap up here, 
Um, I'm personally pretty, I'm excited, like I said, about, about the movie. I'm intrigued by the movie because um, I do like, I did like how, again, how Sony did um, Venom 2. And I, I do think they're going to try to line up a lot of these things with, like I said, from No Way Home, they're going to do a lot of connection, connecting and getting the universes aligned to be able to get like Tom Holland involved somehow with these characters as well. And I'm really looking forward to, I know we mentioned like Venom probably won't be in, in, you know, no way home. Uh, but maybe there's going to be some kind of teaser about him, maybe like a post-credit scene or something's going to happen where somehow they connect it there. It'll, it'll be very interesting uh, to see how they do that. And like, like I said, to, to go back to No Way Home, Tom Holland mentions like this is the end of the of the trilogy of of the of the 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 first set of movies, like the the Home series, if you will, like the uh, Homecoming, Far uh, Far From Home, No Way Home. That doesn't mean Spider Man is done, obviously, in in the MCU. Mm -hmm. It just means they're 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 ending the story of who like this character, like they developed him, Peter Parker, Spider-Man character up to now. And then from going forward, he's going to be this completely different character in, in, in sorts. And every, all the, all the supporting cast in the movie are going to be completely different too, as far as who they are. And I know there was, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to talk about the, the Easter egg or not the Easter eggs, but like the leaks that the happened. But I mean, obviously, um, there were some leaks that happened as well about No Way Home. Uh, or that they'll be interesting. I, you know, they're kind of again. Uh, no, I don't movie. know anything about the leaks. I've heard of them, but I haven't looked into them because oh, okay. I don't. Because I don't. I don't like. I don't like things ahead of time. Okay, well, I won't uh, say anything but, then. <laughs> but I do want to um, quickly mention, uh, as I mentioned before. Um, there are vampires in the Marvel universe, um, among other things, not just vampires, right. werewolves, and other uh, supernatural creatures. Uh, with that being said, they can do that because it's kind of, I, I, I can't remember the term for it, but it's just kind of like a, a general concept sort of thing that they can just roll. That's like how they can mention Superman and any movie they did in Eternals, like the Eternals, oh, he says there's laser beams in the cape. Is that guy, um, they can mention Superman because it's not specific, specifically them copying Superman, but he's more of a pop culture reference. Uh, right. That being said, um, the they have Dracula as well within Marvel, and he's actually right. been a character within Marvel well before the fantastic four before iron man before except you know all these characters etc because there was a time uh where after captain america and the world war ii era of superhero comic books that superhero comic books kind of plummeted and they weren't popular and horror comic books in the 1950s were really big and they had Dracula and all these other, other supernatural type things. Uh, that being said, I don't expect to see Dracula appear in Morbius movies, 
but I think there would be a really good place for him to be in Blade movies because uh, I think it's not having something more broad and appealing. Because also, Dracula is not a Spider-Man character. Dracula is again more open-ended, and uh, if we're gonna have more Blade, uh, or excuse me, um, Morbius type villains, they have to be basically Spider-Man villains first, or Spider-Man adjacent characters. Uh, Dracula would be a character that would, uh, would appear in Blade, but I think that having Morbius cross over with Blade makes more sense than Morbius crossing over with Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man could come over to cross over in his movies, if, if that makes sense. But if you wanted to have Morbius uh, have more appeal, putting him in a Blade movie where they fight Dracula makes more sense to me. And I think that would be cool. That's true. That's true. You know, it's funny you mentioned Blade. Obviously, MCU is going to be doing a Blade movie. Uh, they haven't announced anything. Obviously, they hired, they they casted um, who's going to be who's going to play Blade is uh, Marshall Ali. Um, I, I always know if I'm mispronouncing his first name. Mahershala. Mahershala. Yeah. Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. Yep, um, he's going to be he is going to be playing Blade. Um, ironically, a funny thing is, so there in Blade Two, like the West Wesley Snipes one, the ending there was like an alternate ending where they tease Morbius, but they never. Um, I don't know if you ever knew that, but yeah, they they tease. I haven't Morbius. watched Blade in a long time, and I really need to. No, but it, it, that wasn't in the movie. Uh, it was okay. like an alternate alternate ending. And they never they they changed it. They went a completely different direction, obviously. But they had teased Morbius because, like, they're on like a rooftop, and you look at and it's like the daylight, and you look out ahead. Morbius is standing on the rooftop. So, like, like I said, Morbius is the only vampire that can be out in the sunlight. Um, again, just he, like Blade. Just like Blade, yeah. So, like, yeah, that's I mean, why it makes sense for him to move over with Blade. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But obviously, Morbius is weaker in the sunlight. He's not as strong as he is at night. Mm -hmm. But still, he he can be out in the daylight as opposed to other vampires. But again, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do as far as how they connect. If Morbius they do with Blade, or if they again continue to go towards the um, Spider-Man. The only reason I think they'll do push towards Spider-Man is because obviously Sony owns all the Spider-Man rights. So they want to keep, you know, they, that's why, like you said earlier, they, the only reason they're, you know, pushing these characters out is because they want to keep the rights to Spider-Man. They don't want to lose those rights because if they lose those rights and they go, they automatically goes, goes to uh, MCU. Um, Cause it goes back to Marvel which obviously MC, uh, Disney owns Marvel, so then MCU would have them. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much a wrap for today's uh, episode. Did you have any final thoughts before we uh, close out? That is it. Yeah, I'm good. That's it. All right. Uh, thank you again to all the viewers and uh, the listeners who will be listening on the podcast side. Again, you can follow me on Science Fiction, and then you can follow Carl at uh, Ninja Chortle. And, uh, yeah, obviously, please add us if you have any questions about the show. If you want us to talk about a certain topic that you're interested in, doesn't have to be present stuff. Like, there's things in the past movies or anything like that that you may have interest in. Please, obviously, 
send us your feedback. But until uh, next time, we will see you later. All right. See you guys.